It's like, oh, this yeah. person makes me anxious. And then even kind of on another sense of it is like some people actually aren't anxious at all. They're just empathic and sampling anxiety from others. And they don't have enough of a connection with themselves that they don't know that what they're feeling is actually the feelings of other people. And they put it on themselves and through mirror neurons in their brain, they, they, they then embody these traits and then become anxious because they're around anxious people, not understanding that's what's actually going on. I've personally been through that journey. Like, and I, you know, you know, me, I'm still actively working on that all of the time, um, with different rituals and cleansing and energetic standards and everything. Cause I am, you know, uh, um, self-declared or whatever, self-diagnosed empath. I just thought I was really sensitive for a long time. And then I actually started looking up like empathic abilities and there's a lot of different empaths, but yeah, I mean, and so there's like a, you know, in summation, I heard this a long time ago from somebody who like is a psychotherapist specifically for empaths, but you know, to make it like very layman, they, they said, before you diagnose yourself um, with depression and or anxiety, make sure that in fact, you are not surrounded by assholes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like, that is like the easiest way to say it. Like, who am I, who am I spending time with? Cause I feel fine when I'm by myself, like what's going on here. So. Yeah. yeah. That, that's a huge thing though. Like when you look at, you know, culture or what Instagram has done to our psyche, um, it's just like really increase this keeping up with the Joneses and put it into the palm of someone's pocket. Like one of my, it's, I won't even call favorite things to do, but one of the things I do a lot is mm -hmm. when I'm in a space, I watch people yeah. and see how long it takes for someone to pull out their phone. Mm -hmm. And you could tell when it's like, they're doing it because they don't know what to do. They're a little anxious yeah. and they go for a little dopamine hit, even though they might not know what they're doing. And it's like, oh, they're in this beautiful place. Da, 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 da. You get, you see one of these, you see like, look left, look right. Yeah. Kind of uh, yeah. And I'm not in conversation with people. I don't know how to just sit here with myself. What yeah. can I do to distract myself? Yeah. I mean, I, we're on some level, we're all guilty of that. If we participate, oh, yeah. you know, oh, in yeah. having social media or iPhones, or even if it's email or text messages, it doesn't even have to be social media, but yeah, I mean, I get it. And I've noticed myself, like I, and I've noticed this for years, right? Because social media has evolved, but it's been around for like a decade or more. Um, I feel better when I spend less time, you know, aimlessly scrolling. And when I actually connect with people in real life, like they're like, oh, well, this is what I've been up to. You know, I posted it and I'm like, I don't care. Like, I want to talk to you about it, what, what you're doing in your life, like as a human, you know, so Oh yeah. That's a huge thing. It's like, and the, that's the thing, the way these apps are designed are to actually make you anxious and depressed because we're anxious and depressed. You get reactionary and then you buy shit. Like people forget <laughs> that these social media platforms are not social media platforms. They're free because you are the product, right? Like we are the product, right? They're selling your attention to then sell you something. And so when it gets into this, especially when it gets into connection, it's like, it's such a big thing. Like I realized this, that that was a thing when I like went back and I was looking at um, where I literally was three years ago, I was doing the whole like, oh, I can 
I could make money from Instagram and be an influencer. And I was like doing all that stuff. But the thing is, I remember I was so wrapped up in like what I would post, what hashtags I would use recording all the time. I was disconnected from my like environment around me completely. And I was so wrapped. Yeah. Wrapped up in that one. And like comparing myself to others and all this stuff, it's like, we all do it to a certain extent, but then it just like amplifies it and magnifies Mm -hmm. it. And Oh, you need to be on the app all the time. You need a comment. You got to do all this stuff. And like, yeah, like you can make an income from that, but guess what? There's millions of ways to make money. Like do what you want to do. That's in alignment with your value system. And for me, I saw the value in human contact and understanding and starting to have that boundary to see social media as a tool, see Instagram as a tool, as a business platform, not as a way to connect or yeah, did you see my post? Actually, no. Can you tell me about what's going on in your life without like, and have a conversation with me for five minutes without looking down at your phone and sending a text message. Like they can wait, Yeah, you know, like, (laughs) like, well, I mean, you, like I read an article one time and it was years ago and it was saying like our generation has become a generation that no longer lives in the present reality. We live through anticipated memories slash content. And it was, you expand on that. Yeah. So basically, you know, when you're like, thinking about what you're doing and then you're like, Oh, I should put this on my social media. Then you're, you're not living through the moment and these, you know, sensory exploration of like where you actually are with your own eyes and ears and, you know, sensation, you're anticipating a memory or anticipating content through your screen. Like you're no longer actually living you're, you're, it's almost like you're a marketing guru for your own life. Cause you're like, well, then I have to think of a caption and then I have to think of like who I want to share this to. And like, there are a lot of analytics that we go through and just posting something that, and it maybe not even take that long, but subconsciously we're thinking about it while we're somewhere of like, what's going to be the perfect picture Granted, yeah, of course, sometimes it's off the cuff and you don't have to think about it, but then it's out there and then you're responding to people asking where you are, what you're doing or, you know, it's a whole thing. So it's not just like point, shoot, click, you know, and then post like it's never really like that. There's a lot of interaction that goes into it from a personal perspective and then you're putting it out there to something like nobody has a prideful account where they're like, I have no followers and it's just for me. Like that's out there, of course, right. For people to keep a catalog of their things that they've done. But the, the point of it, and that's why it's called social media is to get that um, engagement. Right. And then to get the likes and the follows and all the crap it is now, but to have a caption that is creative and enticing or, you know, and then it became very personal experience depending on what platform it is. But yeah. So when it said we're living life through anticipated memories, um, I see that more now and now more now than I have even probably when I read it, because I think of people that go to events specifically just to capture the content for their social media, then actually like being like, Oh my gosh, I freaking love this band. I just like, I'll leave my phone at home so I can be fully immersed. Like who says that? Like, you know, 
<laughs> I would love to go to a concert with somebody where they're like, no, I don't even know where my phone is. Cause honestly, I'm like that. Like a lot when people are like, where are you? I'm like, I don't know my phone somewhere. Or like when I'm at a friend's house, like, I'm like, I don't know where my phone is. It's in my bag or something, you know? So yeah, that that's a huge thing. Like it's interesting. And even as you know, my time as an artist and that's why, uh, actually when I was playing shows, it was called, uh, so far sounds because from oh, yeah mm-hmm. yeah from like musicians and stuff like that it's like when you went from a time of people actually making eye contact with you to like having this in your face yeah and just lights and it's like why are you watching a concert through a screen that the sound quality is going to be dog shit when you listen to it anyway like be here now be exactly. here like be yeah. here right now like if anything, like I'll do a little blend, like I'll do like get a picture or something so I could like remember it and it triggers that memory yeah. in my mind. And then I'll like put it away and like actually be there. Or you've seen the way I dance. Like I can't have phones on me because it's probably <laughs> going to fall out of my pocket anyway. So yeah. it's like it's like a it's a whole thing that like I feel is that's a huge thing where it's like, yeah, our generation is one of those generations that's like not as much living in the present anymore. And we're living in this anticipated memory 